You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope you've snagged yourself some fizzy housewives inspired rosé packing a punch at seven, at, sorry, 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It's available now at nofilterwine.com. Go to nofilterwine.com to stock up for your holiday shindigs or for your Bravo obsessed bestie. All right. Today's guest has gone from bartender to bar owner and entrepreneur, launching a skincare and cosmetics line for men, a new bourbon whiskey, and hopefully a new hot bar that we can go and drink it at soon. Please welcome the main man of Vanderpump Rules, Mr. Tom Sandoval. Uh, thanks, Zach. I love that intro, man. That was so nice. How are you, Tom? I'm good, man. I'm uh, just chilling, you know. We got the got the fireplace going behind me. I got some uh, some Tom's good loving. Got the Christmas tree. I love how you know, cozy everything year. looks. It's like that cozy, comfy time of year. And and you're at home right now, right? So yeah. your your home is finally furnished. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, oh man, you know, I think that when you. Uh, when you have two people like Ariana and myself who are both very particular and somewhat perfectionist, it's, uh, it's going to take a little bit longer to, uh, to furnish a, uh, a house, especially cause it was our, you know, it's our first time. So we, you know, we want to get it right. Rome wasn't built in a day, Tom, and it looks incredible from the photos that I've seen. It looks great. And I think it was well worth the reveal. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. We're still, you know, Still working on some stuff, uh, working on a bar that I'm building in here with uh, with Nick Elaine's help, who did Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do, excuse me, like a uh, speakeasy where you go inside and um, it's like you went to a whole different place. Like it's mm-hmm. like a different location. Um, and of course, it's got to have, you know, beer taps in it and a soda gun, a fridge, a freezer. Well, I mean, I can't wait to see it on next season of Vanderpump Rules then. We're going to need another grand reveal. Yes. Were Hopefully you... it's ready by then. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you'll hear about it from Lala. Um, were yeah. you excited to be back in production finally? You guys had kind of taken a long hiatus and we finally have Vanderpump back in our lives. Did you miss the filming? And, you know, obviously the cast continued to get together, but the production of it all. Yes, um, I was excited and it was it was really nice to take a break because, you know, it feels, you know, it's felt like over these past years that, you know, we get a very like short break. You know, obviously we have principal filming, but then, you know, we continue to film interviews and then, you know, we go and do interviews. We do watch what happens live. And then it's pretty much like we shoot our reunion and, you know, a month and a half later, we're back to filming again and so it was nice to take you know a year off and sort of relax regroup have some time to you know work on other projects and and just reflect you know i think everybody benefited from that 
Yeah, we all needed a pause. I feel like 2020 was the year of the pause and we all got to kind of take a breather and then come back into the into the flow of things in 2021. And I have to say, I've been loving your style this season. I feel like it's just become a little more like eccentric and eclectic, but like, you know, it's edgier. And I, I love the risks that you're taking. What is the inspo behind these edgier looks? <laughs> um, I mean, you uh, even went blonde for a hot second last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I don't Instagram know, I loved the blonde, but I've been loving the style. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, I just sort of, I don't know. I just, I wanted to change it up. I like to change it up at least a little bit, um, you know, every year, every, every season. So you can kind of like watch the show and be like, oh, this must be that season because of Tom has a mustache yeah. or he has uh, long blonde highlights in his hair or... He has a line shaved in his head or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of went for like a little bit of a cross between like maybe maybe a little like Harry Styles uh, influenced as well as like, you know, Japanese uh, street fashion. Yeah. A little bit of both. Is, um, is Ariana just, a fan or has she been like, okay, can you please just tone it down so you don't steal my attention for once? She... She likes it, but yes, uh, you know, sometimes she's like, you can tone it down a notch. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we're, we're filming a show. You know what I mean? Like, gotta get them well the show. Right? I mean, if, if, if Lala's gonna give them Lala, you have to give us Tom. You have to give us Sandoval. There we go. There we go. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to keep up with the status quo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the um obviously Brock's been at the center of a lot of the drama this season. Did you, you know, Lala's kind of put him in the hot seat. Did you have some of those same concerns about Brock and Sheena as their relationship kind of started to take center fold throughout the season? Well, um yeah, I, I obviously, you know, I, I was very um you never know and obviously it's always a big adjustment when you first, you know, get in and start filming the show, you know, obviously you have to be very open with your life. And, yeah. you know, I, I thought that Brock did a really great job of being very open and, and vulnerable. And, you know, I, I, I really respect that. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of these things that, that have come up are, are things that, you know, we, you know, Ariana and I had already known about, um, and obviously, you know, Sheena's like family, yeah. you know, so we, we obviously look out for her and care very much about her. And, and if we saw any sort of continuing trends from, you know, way back in the day with Brock or anything that jumped out at us that, you know, we would very much obviously be the first one to, you know, to say something in that situation. I have to say, he handled himself really well. I was impressed with how well he came onto the show and was like very organically integrated into the group. And even on this show, I feel like sometimes the show and the cameras can be a little intimidating for people and they either play it up too much and it doesn't land or they underplay it and they're a little shy. And I feel like he's really found his footing on the show. I, I totally agree with you, Zach. I mean, I think that he really he really did a nice job. And yes, it can be very very overwhelming and especially with this group um you know and he he just did a great job i i i, I think so sorry i'm just texting hold on <laughs> sorry about that 
Um, so yeah. I, I've enjoyed Brock and Sheena this season. Uh, do you think Lala's uh, concern was genuine? Um, I don't know. I mean, I can't obviously, you know, read somebody's mind. Yeah. Um, I just, I felt, you know, maybe there could have been a little bit better tact or maybe, you know, she could have had somebody else bring it up. I mean, considering all the stipulations that she yeah. had about private life in the past, um, you know, and obviously we always kind of have a thing to uh, sort of an understanding that if somebody is not really currently on the show or didn't sign up for that, yeah, that we, we always kind of try to not talk about them or a situation involving them, um, because they don't have the platform to, you know, give Defend their side themselves. Of yeah, that yeah. makes sense. No, that makes sense. I mean, it's also, you know, interesting turn of events to see where she's at considering how much she was grilling other people's relationships. But um, we do have to talk about Schwartz and Sandys because this has been another like major plot point this season. We need to but we need to we need to start with the name, Tom. What was the inspo behind the name? And was Katie consulted at all during the Schwartz and Sandys discussion of the name you know that name we we had talked about a lot of uh, a lot of names a lot of other names um and you know that was something that i had said and that we had joked around a name that schwartz and i had joked around with it about because we you know we've been working on this bar i mean it's been now probably two years in the works okay um Obviously, we, we started on this before COVID, yeah. you know, before everything shut down. And then obviously, we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, nobody did. Um, and that was very stressful. And then also, you know, we didn't even know what, like where, where, where it was going to be at, like what we were going to do. Were we going to go to a new space? You know, we knew we were going to partner with Greg, but like, what was our investing, our investor situation going to be like? I mean, there were all kinds of things that we that we worried about. I mean, the thing almost didn't, has almost not happened so many times, um, whether it's finances, whether it's just timing, whether it, it a lot of things. Um, but that name sort of got brought up as, you know, a joke. And, uh, and so I, you know, we, we laughed about it, whatever, but then they're just, there kind of just went a period of time where I stopped really worrying so much about the name because even when we started filming, like some things we, we, we couldn't really talk about on the show, you know, because of like, uh, we, we didn't know, for instance, if we were going to be able to keep that space mm. or what space we were going to have, or, you know, like I said, like whether like we had the investors, like what our budget was going to be, what the theme was going to be. Um, so at that point, you know, worrying about a name and a cocktail menu when you don't even have like the space lockdown, it just seemed like it just didn't seem right to be worrying about, you know, putting putting the cart before the horse, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, with that with that whole situation, you know, Schwartz and I, we, you know, two years ago, we had a, you know, we had, we, we made sure that we were very upfront with expectations with um, each other, with each other. 
Um, yeah. And one of the biggest things, you know, that was brought up, you know, right from the get go is like, are our significant others, meaning Ariana and Katie going to be involved. And we had decided and made a deal that that was not going to happen moving forward, that it was just going to be us and Greg. And, uh, and that was pretty much it. And that at any point in time, like whether what investor or whatever we brought in, that they were going to be a silent partner. Um, so meaning like it was just going to be us three making the decisions. Okay. Was that because there were issues that arose in the past regarding Ariana and Katie, or was that more of just to kind of protect, you know, cover the bases? It was more, I mean, it was more just to sort of cover the bases and, you know, because, and, and, you know, Schwartz, this is something that Schwartz and I had talked about doing on our own and wanting to do on our own. So, you know, I just, I feel like there was, there was a feeling of that it would, it could possibly create friction and problems, you know, um, and, and at, at times, like you can have people that are, you know, very, very talented and know a lot about a situation or whatever. But sometimes like what trumps everything is whether, you know, you feel like you can work well with that person. Right. You know what I mean? And that was that's always the biggest thing with me is like and with anybody else, like, do I do we work well together? Yeah. You know, are we a good team? And that's obviously already challenging being that you guys are friends that I un- I would understand it complicates it a little more when you bring in significant others. So how did Katie get looped into everything? Because we come into this season and it really looks like Katie was like, I was the, the, the fourth partner in all of this. <laughs> well, it was funny. You know, Schwartz and I had been working on this, you know, at that point for a year and a half. And everything's going great, you know, well, not great, but we're, we're working well working together. Through. We're just, you know, we're hitting our normal hiccups and forks in the road and things, you know, we're having to change and we're, you know, but we're working well together. And it was funny, like, so every year, every year before we, you know, before we film a season, you know, we always have a meeting with production, mm-hmm. you know, like a very, you know, it's no no big deal i'm not like this is with any situation like this you go you meet with production they just want to check in on you they want to know like okay so you know what do you have going on in your life right now what are you working on um you know who who are you getting along with like you know who do you hang out with more like what's just all those things it's just a it's just a check-in so they know like what to expect and uh you know where you're at and so Katie was actually getting ready to go meet with production and it was like that night and she Schwartz is actually over here and she called me and I mean Katie you know she doesn't call me very often it's probably the first phone call I'd gotten from her in a just very long time okay and she was just like hey um I was like hey what's up um and she's like you know I'm getting ready to go meet with production and whatnot and I just you know I know like basically like I know what's you know I know you and Schwartz are doing your thing with the bar restaurant you know whatever and I just you know I just wanted to see if it's cool if like I tell them that like you know I might like help out in the office or like take some phone calls or maybe help train some staff or whatever and I'm like okay I'm like we're you know, like we're a ways off from like this situation, but, and I'm also just like, okay. Um, 
you know, I did, I was, I was, but you know, I understand what she, you know, what she was asking. It's basically right. like, you know, I know you guys are going to be filming, talking about this and, you know, I want to be able to film, have a piece of it. So <laughs> you had, so in your oh. pre, in your pre-production meeting, you had shared with the producers that you guys were going to be talking about this bar and you were going to be, you know, talking about this new business venture. Oh, yeah. And so oh, yeah. she fully so, aware. Do you think then she realized like kind of some of the backlash she got last season for not really having a storyline and she kind of just wanted to piggyback off onto yours? I don't know, but I mean, I can tell you that it's always great when you're involved with more things because then you know more. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, And so I was, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. No worries. You know, fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah, sure. You know, you want to come film answering some phones or something? <laughs> Whatever. Sure. So then cut to like, <laughs> cut to like four days later, it's Sheena's birthday party. And, you know, we're out in the Hibachi grill and I'm just sitting there like, you know, we're, I'm trying to eat some food. You know, it was a stressful day getting everything ready. And, uh, and, and Katie's like, so, uh, I, uh, you guys been thinking about names? And I was like, honestly, no. I mean, we bought some domains cause it cost like 20 bucks or whatever, yeah. but you know, we had a few that we were working on, but nothing, we didn't really, cause we were still like trying to figure out what our, what, what, what the, um, aesthetic was going to be, like, yeah. what direction are we going? We, cause we didn't even at that point even have the space locked in. So the last thing we're really thinking about is the name. Um, so Katie was just like, you know, well, I got a couple ideas. And I was like, okay. Um, and she's like, how about King King? And I was like, King King. I was like, well, she's like, cause me and Schwartz used to live on King's road and he, you know, okay. I thought it was a bit of an ex- obscure reference. Yeah. Um, and then she's, I was like, I think it's a little obscure. I don't know if people will get that or not. And I was like, there might already be a King King too, which there is. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, well, what about like pocket Kings? And I was like, well, I was like, Katie, I was like, first of all, we're a ways off from this. And, uh, and also, you know, I don't, it sounds like, that sounds like a poker bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also I didn't want to necessarily, I, I, well, first of all, I know that having our name in the, in the name of the place, like it, it adds value at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it does. Especially after Tom, Tom, you're now branching off on your own. You obviously want to continue to capitalize off of the relationship and the friendship that we've all become so accustomed to. Oh, the yes. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I, you know, and then she was like pressing about the name and I'm like, well, I mean, we've thought of like, uh, Schwartz and Sandys and, and, you know, and she was like, well, you know, that's so uninspired. And I'm, I'm like, but King, I mean, King King was pretty original though. I'm, I'm like, that's why when I hear this, like once upon a time, I'm like, no, 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 these were not the original days. Okay. And so also, I'm like, you just asked me if you could, if I could somehow get you to film one with me. And now you're like, yeah. 
you're wanting to name the place. I'm like, that's like, that's kind of ballsy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, originally, because I mean, hearing you say that, I'm thinking, okay, she'll do some knitting and like, a, you know, a WeWork with a phone that she can answer and film a scene to look like she's part of the crew. But I mean, this, yeah. it, it really seems like you guys had gone into it with the understanding that she was going to be a big part of this, which also made me as a viewer be like, well, how is Katie getting such a big role in all of this? And Ariana is really just being the the supportive role to her partner. Yeah. And look, I don't mind. I mean, obviously, you know, Katie, you know, she, she has like, you know, Katie, Katie's got some cool aspects to things and she's, you know, she's got her, she's got her vibe and like, and I dig some stuff that she does and like things that she comes up with that's witty and funny and whatnot. Um, but obviously like, this is like a very big undertaking. It's stressful. And you know, we're like, there's a lot of money on the line and there's been a lot of time, like, and we were so stressed out. I mean, literally, like I said, this was not like, I started to get like an ulcer. Like I was literally shitting blood yeah. uh, going into the season. And you know, we had an understanding. Schwartz totally knew this. Every, every it was very obvious that like this is a me, Schwartz, and Greg Morris thing. You know, I mean, heck, I didn't even meet Greg's wife until two weeks ago, um, for the first time. You so, know, like, and he's been in the industry for twenty five years. You know, did you have a conversation with Schwartz then of like, hey, Katie's really pushing her weight on camera. Can we dial yes, this did. back a bit? Yes, I did. Um, and in fact, I talked to him, uh, a couple days later, we were actually filming, we were in the car, two things. And he told me, he told me that day, he, it was the same day that I told, I literally told, you know, I told Schwartz that he could name the place before we went to Palm Springs. I told him, I was like, Hey, as long as you incorporate our name. And I was kind of, I was trying to stay away from the name Tom because I, I felt like Lisa might have a reaction to that because yeah. we already have Tom, Tom or whatever. So I wanted something to be different about it, but it to have some sort of aspect of our names where it's like really obvious. Um, so, but I told him, he told me, he was like, he told me, I was like, dude, what's up with me? He's like, I don't know, man, but I feel like she's got it out for you this, this season. And I'm like, why? I'm like, what the, you know what I mean? And then like, but I told him, I was like, look, man, like, I don't care. You know, you can name the place. Doesn't matter. Like whatever, just, you know, just incorporate our name in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was my big thing. And also if we're doing this, like when Lisa like named pump or Villa Blanca, like she didn't say like, Hey, like, I'm like, she just told people this is what it is. It's like Brock didn't say, do you guys like the name homebody? He's just like, you know what I mean? Like my yeah. company is called homebody. You know what I mean? You know, like, and, and I'm like, that's kind of sometimes how you got to be. Otherwise you sort of instigate, you know, criticism. Right. And oh. sometimes the criticism comes from people that don't understand the position to be running yeah. a business. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, because Katie did say on the, I think on this week's episode that she has experience in the restaurant business. I was kind of like, well, but the Toms have already opened up their own bar successfully. I would think their experience carried a little more weight in this instance. What Listen, is her experience exactly? 
Um, I know she worked with, um, I know her mom owned a Mexican restaurant in okay. Park City, Utah that was successful. Um, and then Katie like worked there for a while. Um, I know she's worked, I mean, I don't know Katie's whole resume. You know, obviously she worked at Sir and uh, she's, you know, worked at other places, which is great. Yeah. That is, and, and I'm not saying that she doesn't, I, I would never say that she doesn't have experience. It's just, I just know that if somebody does have, you know, that much experience in the workplace they should know that you know however much experience you have is irrelevant if you're clashing with other people that yeah. you're working with boundaries exactly like i have been i mean i've had issues where i don't get along with certain people or i've seen other people who are great workers not get along with their coworkers or just not vibe right yeah and somebody ends up getting fired and it's not because of their experience or their work ethic or right. anything. It's just personality. They yeah. They don't, they don't vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So They're, you're in the car with Tom, you're having this conversation. Tom says that he thinks Katie might have it out for you. What is your reaction to that? And how do you guys kind of move forward into the like, season? Dude, why? I don't know. I was like, I was like, really? I'm like, I thought, I just, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it because I asked him, I, I mean, I actually asked him, I was like, he's like, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I was like, dude, does Katie like have it out for me or something? And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. And I'm just like, why? I'm like, Do you think it may have been linked back to the beef that you had with Stassi last season? And now that Stassi's not on the show, she kind of might be coming in defending her friend. And no. fighting an old battle? No, that's really deep, but no. <laughs> I mean, it's not this is what we do, Tom. We analyze the show and we overanalyze the show. Well, it's <laughs> funny you say that, though. It's funny you say that because, you know, that whole situation, you know, with that book signing, I mean, wow, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess that was. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, I was obviously very stressed out that day. And, you know, there was a lot of things that didn't get said about that whole situation. Um, you know, one of them being is, you know, that Schwartz obviously talked to Stasi. I hadn't talked to her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I had agreed to these things, but Schwartz wasn't talking to Max about these things or talking to other people. I was the one on the receiving end and Max was freaking out. He couldn't find people to work. He, I mean, he literally texted me at 3 a.m. the night. Like he texted me the day before telling me he couldn't find staff. I said, bribe whoever you got to bribe. I got, I got, yeah. I'll, I'll put whatever money on it. And then he's at 3 a.m. He texted me saying that he couldn't find anybody. I was like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. He's like, we don't have security. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, I have to, I can't legally be at the door because I legally, because it's a Friday, I have to hand out paychecks. And the biggest thing too, is that like, we were that day, we were in violation of our liquor license. We legally have to serve food in order to serve drinks. Now, as I'm, I got bit by a black widow. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> which added to the craziness. Oh, and, and then I find out through social media that like somebody at Barnes and Noble is checking IDs and handing out wristbands, uh, which is a big no-no. Yeah. Um, and I find this out through social media because I hadn't been told anything. So obviously, 
you know, I should never have texted Stasi. Right. That was, that was a terrible idea. And I, you know, I apologize, you know, Stasi for doing that. Um, and that's not her, this, these things were not her fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds like it was an issue in communication, which kind of sounds like what's going on again right now with, with Schwartz and Katie. I'm getting text messages from Jojo, from Dave, from Logan. All these people are telling me there's boxes everywhere. Nobody's at the front door. People are just walking in. Yeah. Uh, Jojo's behind the bar saying he's never bartended before. There's no ice <laughs> in the well. Um, you know, and we were in violation of our liquor license and nobody was, nobody was at the door. Yeah. And I'm like, Lisa and Kim were out of town and this is like on us, Yeah, you know, but obviously they're not going to let that stuff be in the show because right. it makes the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, so they're just, they're, they're going to spin the story. <laughs> I'm like, then I'm, uh, you know. So do you feel like that's happening again this season where there are pieces to the story that we're not fully getting on camera right now? Yeah. <laughs> like? Well, like, like I just told you, like I just told you, you know, but look, listen, listen, it's always like this, Yeah. you know, like there's the, you take the good with the bad, you know, obviously we film, they can't fit everything in, you know, there's, there's, there's only a certain amount of episodes, you know, out of, two hours that we film five, 10 minutes might make it in. You just never know. Um, and I get it. I totally understand it. I get it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, they, they have, you know, 12 other or 12 of us total that they have to t- try to tell everybody's story and, you know, people do the best they can. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, that's just how it is, you know, but, did, uh, did you have an yeah. opportunity to have like a conversation with Katie and be like, Hey, I thought, you know, you calling me to be part of the, the bar, you know, was more for the show, but you know, now I feel like you're coming for me on camera. I mean, I, I, yes, I, I tried to, uh, how did that go? Uh, I, I don't, uh, it was really hard. It's really hard too when you're when you're filming to like bring stuff up like that because it's not going to end up in the show. Yeah, you know what I mean. So maybe I didn't talk about it too much, but you know that's because I couldn't. And you're not. And at that point in time, like you're not really gonna. You, that's the one thing about when you're filming with filming our show is that you're not going to sit here and have relevant conversations not on camera because you're in the middle of filming a show. That's right. not. We're, we're, it's our job to have these conversations on camera. So it's really hard to like do that and also bring up stuff like about filming when you're on camera. And also we are pretty much filming, you know, every day. So, yeah. So whose decision was it to cut Katie out? Because in this episode we see her and she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out. I'm done. Was that really? Listen, at a certain point in time, you know, when James and Raquel um, had their thing at the Belmont, I told Katie that, you know, we had a we had a great conversation we hugged it out. We both apologized to each other. I told her she could be involved. You know, I did. I, and what I, was your understanding of you can be involved? Like, what did you foresee that with that olive branch? I I perceive that to be that once we get all these things handled and we start moving forward, like down the road, when we're working on, you know, when the place is built and yeah. ready to go, you know, like you could definitely... You know, I see a place where you could help out. But right now, you know, when, you know, we're investing tons and tons of money and time and effort, I mean, you you have to be respectful enough to like, 
let us make these big decisions, you know? And has I mean, she given you I, a little bit more of that opportunity to kind of let the two of you run the show? Yeah, exactly. Because she went on Watch What Happens Live and she was like, I think we should name it Once Upon a Tom. And they did a poll and the viewers voted that they liked Once Upon a Tom. Well, I mean, that's great. Well, when she opens up her own spot, she can name it that. <laughs> so is there a final, is, is Schwartz and Sandy's the final name? Yeah, and you know, Schwartz says, I, I know you, <laughs> you might not believe this, but Schwartz likes that name. And he told me even, he's told me, he went, he went back and forth. You know, yeah. look, I feel like, I, I, you know, I know, obviously, you know, I love Katie and, and we are close and we have gotten close over the years. I also know well enough to know a situation where Katie and I are, are going to are setting ourselves up for, a, you know, a bad situation. Yeah. You know, I saw this coming a mile away. That's why I did everything I could to avoid it. Schwartz, though, I feel like Schwartz kind of put Katie and I against each other. Mm. You know, he play, he kind of played both sides. In what way? Uh, in a way that he promised me that, you know, we had a deal two years ago and he went back on that. And then he's like, you know, telling Katie one thing and getting her all gassed up and then telling me another. And so, you know, obviously that's going to create friction. So I think that if it's anybody's fault, that we were in this situation, it's Tom Schwartz's. Do you think, well, because the narrative that we're getting on the show is that he's a bit of a pushover and that you and Katie are both kind of steamrolling him. Look, I haven't had him have to go back on anything. All the promises that we've made, I told him at one point he could name the bar. He said, okay. And then literally when we got to Palm Springs, he told me I could name the bar. So, I mean, like I gave him first dibs on that. Yeah. You know, which is also giving Katie kind of first dibs too. I told him that. And, you know, so, and we had a deal that we were not going to have our significant others involved. And I know there's this whole thing about like, you know, a mortgage loan or whatever short. He does not have a mortgage loan against this house. You know, he, that, that's not a thing. Um, so there's no risk on that part. And even if there was, there's an understanding that like, that's up to us to handle that. So yeah. like, obviously I had a conversation with Ariana and I had to back up that money. You know what I mean? And I have my parents, you know, my parents came in with a certain amount of money and you know, that's how we were able to move forward. So, you know, if Schwartz wanted to not, you know, if he's not putting his house up and he's bringing in a certain amount of money, then like, if he wants to bring in more and have more of a percentage, then he, you know, it's up to him to raise that money. Right. Has Ariana wanted to be more part of the bar? Has she, have you guys had that conversation about her involvement since Katie was a lot more involved? Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked to, she's obviously given us ideas. I mean, I run things by her and she'll, you know, like, we're just kind of that thing of like, if we see anybody doing something really stupid, we'll like say something, but you know, Ariana has things going on in her life. She has drink from home and she has other things that I can't talk about just yet that you'll see on the show, you know, that, that are coming up, you know, that, that are happening in her life. And, you know, that's, that's her situation. If she asked me, you know, for advice or, or whatever, I, I'll, you know, be glad to respectfully give a, you know, a, 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 an opinion, but, you know, but respectfully, and it's her thing. And, you know, obviously she should have final say. 
you know? So I being, mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it makes sense, you know, your partner is supposed to be there to support you personally and, you know, within your work life too. They're your sounding board, they're, you know, your idea spitballer, they're there to kind of just be by your side through it all. Yeah, exactly. Was there or has there been a conversation with you and Tom now that, you know, since he was kind of the one that was instigating and going to Katie and telling her one thing, but yet going to you and telling you another thing? I mean, yeah, there has been at times. I mean, obviously with watching the show back, it kind of brings things up again. You know, it's that one thing about this show is like you film it and you go through it. Then to relive it. it. (laughs) <laughs> when you watch it, you go through it again. And then when you build the reunion, you go through it again. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, a, it's, a, it's, it's a triple banger. How do you work through those dynamics? I mean, I feel like you, you've been, you've all been such a long, tight knit crew for so long that you're able to kind of, obviously these shows are conflict and resolution. And I feel like you guys have been able to do that in a way that doesn't really ice each other out. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it can, uh, I don't know. I think we just, we just do it. We just, I mean, like, it's genuine love. It's real. Life. It's like siblings. Up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, there's a, you know, uh, I, even if I am not getting along with, you know, somebody on our, our cast or friends group, you know, at a certain point in time, you know, I'll, I'll always respect them if they're, if they're being open and honest with their life, Yeah. you know, even if we're not getting along, I still respect the fact that they're being open and honest and present and, and, and that's all they can do. Like, you know, we can't all agree all the time. I mean, that'd be boring. <laughs> do you think that you're getting a fair edit this season? I feel like last season they tried to pimp it up that you had a big ego with Tom Tom. And now, I mean, we see the struggle between you and Katie, obviously with so many cast members, they can't show everything. Yeah. Look, they can't show everything. I mean, I, I feel it would have, it would have been nice to see these moments where I told Schwartz that he could name the place and, you know, the the I feel like a lot of times with Schwartz, I'm like his his guidance counselor. Like yeah. I'm like, dude, you want to be an astronaut? Be an astronaut. Like do it. Like you know, I really I I always try to push him. Like you know, he came up with this whole you know like with the whiskey and stuff. He he's like, I got this idea for a name, and I was like, what? And he wouldn't tell me the name. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you gotta tell me, man. And he's like, good loving. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I love it. And then he had the, he had like an idea and I'm like, yes, let's go for it. Let's do this seventies, you know, playboy, like, uh, you know, lifestyle ads, like let's go for it. And, you know, we're that, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of friendship I love being in is, yeah. is where we instigate each other's greatness, you know, our fun, our greatness, our ideas, our creativeness, you know, like, um, and I feel like, you know, majority of the time, that's where Schwartz and I are. We work really well together in that sense. We we're loving and respectful and, you know, yeah, we get in arguments and, you know, Schwartz is, you know, I know he tries to act like he's the little, like, you know, shy, like, oh, you know, whatever. But dude, that guy puts his foot down way more than you think. You know, he does. I believe it. I believe it, Tom. So, so it's, 
Go ahead. Do we do we know when there may be a possible new Schwartz and Sandy's opening up soon? Well, like opening any place, you know, you run into your hiccups. Mm. And, uh, you know, we are moving along. Things are happening. And, you know, we're hoping we're hoping earlier in 2022. That's okay. I'm in 2022 is around the corner, Tom. I'm going to be lined up right outside. You give me an address and I will be, I'll be outside knocking on. When you give yourself a deadline, that's when you really make things happen. Like, uh, even with this band, uh, that I've been in this cover band, you know, we booked our first show and we got so much done in that month leading up to it. How is that going? Is are there going to be more shows in the works with that? Yeah, we actually, um, we sold out our first show at Hotel Cafe. I saw that. I was getting DMs and they're like, are you going to this thing? And I was like, I didn't even know about it until now. And it's sold out. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like I, I, I didn't know how people were going to take it. Yeah. You, know you never know. Um, but a cover band is fun. Everybody can kind of enjoy themselves. Like that's what I, that's what I really like about this. It's, it's easy for people to get into, you yeah. know? Um, and uh, we have a great, the, the band is phenomenal, like such good musicians. Um, we have another show at, uh, at, um, in Agora Hills at Canyon club, Canyon club in Agora Hills, January 15th. Um, there are still tickets available, but they are going, um, it's a bigger venue. So it's, you know, it hopefully will sell out, but. You know, it's not it's not a 200 person venue. It's like I think it holds like six, five or six hundred. We got a few more weeks to sell out those tickets, Tom. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Has Lisa been really supportive in helping you guys develop this new location? Um, Yeah, I mean, she's been as supportive as she can. You know, obviously, she's got her own things going on. And, you know, she's she's not a partner in this. But, yeah, she's been great, like to give us advice and and you know, ask us, ask us those questions, you know, like, is this going on? Is this happening? Is this happening? Um, there's just, there's always just so many aspects that you, you know, you try to plan for, you, you prepare and you study and you try to try to learn as much as you can, but there's always these things that come up in every situation. It's just, it's different. And, you know, with this one, it's, it's, you know, as, as much as it sucks to like hit, you know, hit these roadblocks or whatever, it's, it, it really is a test to see how much you really want to do it and how much yeah. you love it and, and like what you learn through the whole process. I love that. The best piece of advice that my mother gave me was obstacles are only put in your, in your path to prove how badly you want something. And if you're not willing to go over the hurdle, then it, it's not meant for you and you can walk away. But if it really means something to you, you'll find a way through it, around it, under it, over it. Exactly. Exactly. I've, I feel like I've started to, you know, I've, I feel like I really started to learn that a few years back of just like, if you're going to do something, you should, you know, you should really want to do it or you should love it because you're, you're competing against people who do love it and yeah. who do really want it. So it's important that you're on that same level. Do you finally have a mission statement? <laughs> I mean, yes, we have a mission statement. But uh, honestly, I haven't we haven't looked at it in forever because we've just been so busy on other more pressing things, you know, did, permits. Did Katie no. help you with the mission statement? Um, yeah, she did, actually. Yeah. Yeah, she did. That's good. 
It seems like things are finally coming together and we may be seeing a Schwartz and Sandy soon. You may be. You, you will. You will. I'm excited. You also have your your new uh, skincare and men's cosmetics line, which seems to be doing really well, too. We have a lot of big announcements coming up with that, too. Really, really excited about that. Um, I feel really uh, lucky and, and, and special to be a part of, you know, a movement that that I feel like men's cosmetics is moving towards and you know, I, I think it's important that men, you know, understand that it's okay for them to want to look their best. And why not? Gets you better, more dates. Exactly. You know, I have friends that have dark circles under their eyes or like rosation. And like, I show them like, you know, what to do and how to handle it. And, and they're just, they're so stoked and so open to it. And I feel like that's really a change that's happening these days is that people are really starting to be open to to that and i mean, now it's available not just online it's in cvs now right yes that's yes. exciting and other big announcements too come in yeah <laughs> i can't say it, i can't say it. all right well i can't wait and where where can we get the new tom's good lovin uh tom's good lovin you can get it on uh tom's uh i believe we're about ready to start like a nice little holiday sale um so that you uh, news of that will be coming soon and and yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm having a, a house, a Bravo-inspired Christmas cocktail party, and I need to put together my cocktail list. So I think I may need to get some Tom's Good Leaven to put on the menu for my guests. Oh, yeah. You can get some uh, the Tom's Good Leaven, uh, Port Bourbon, uh, Mario's Hard Espresso with a little bit of walnut, uh, walnut bitters, toasted walnut bitters, and, uh, and yeah, maybe a little... Uh, Amaro Nonino and mix that together. That's a damn good espresso martini. That sounds really good. I love an espresso martini too. Yeah. Yeah, I love them too. Nothing, especially when you're getting together over the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Yeah. It's, we all eat like a lot of food, desserts, and you need that upper, you know, you need that upper to keep you going. It keeps you going, keeps you alert, keeps the night going. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, To close out, you know, being that we don't always get to see everything on reality TV, is there something that you, I mean, obviously we know the conversation between you and Schwartz and all of the, um, you know, the mechanics behind building Schwartz and Sandy's, but is there something about you that you wish you could show more of us about your own life or your own personality on the show that we haven't really gotten to see much of? Uh, or do you think, I mean, we've seen your ass. Have we seen it all at this point? <laughs> no, of course of course, we keep a little. We keep a little. Are we work. missing just the junk in the front? Everything else has been put out there. Oh, Only no. fans coming soon. Will Ariana allow that? <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be doing it. I don't think I'll be doing any bottomless parties uh, anytime soon. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you know, I love I love when my friends do well. I love when they when they get to that next level in anything, and and you know, it's important that you know my castmates and everybody knows that like, yeah, we're not, we don't always get along and that's okay. I just want people to really, you know, really be honest and be putting themselves out there. That's all. And I, and, and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I do no matter what's going on. I appreciate at least that. 
And we do too. As as audience members, we can see through it. We can see through the bullshit. And I think we respect and appreciate the relationships that you guys have because they are genuine and they are so longstanding. Yeah, definitely. We've been through we've been through a lot together. <laughs> I know, I know. Nine seasons deep. You guys can watch Vanderpump Rules on Bravo Tuesdays on Bravo. Tom, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much, Zach. I appreciate it, man. This has been great. I can't wait to try your wine and I'll uh, send some send some good loving right over. Yes, I can't wait to try some good loving. Everyone needs to go. And where can they get, order it online again for everybody, Tom? Tomsgoodlovin.com. Tomsgoodlovin.com. And where can we follow you on the social meds? Tom Sandoval one. All the way across. All the way across. Because he's the number one guy in the group, everybody. The number Man, one. I'm saying was taken. So. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach or follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Lots more tea to be spilled all holiday season long. You're going to want to stock up on some Tom's Good Lovin' because it, it whiskey, I feel like, makes like nice warm cocktails that just make you feel, you know, like you want to make out with somebody under the mistletoe right i think i'm gonna be making out with a few people under the mistletoe now tom thank you thank you for that you're gonna make me sleeping with santa cheers thank you so much tom i appreciate your time i will talk to you guys next week bye bye